Thanks for tuning in to Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Jules. We are helping dental assistants get over the hump of the week Wednesday. Jules and I have been dental assisting for a long time. We may not be experts, but we sure are old. (laughs) What we're doing is we're going online. We're finding that some dental assistants are running into humps with their team, with their dentist, with the career field. We are dissecting them, pulling out those pearls, and helping you get over the hump of the week Wednesday. Okay, guys, it's time for you to figure out this ordering thing. Either your dentist has not delegated that to you or you already have the task and it's overwhelming. Check out Zen Supplies. They are the next generation of ordering dental supplies in an online platform. It literally is almost like having an Amazon account for your dental office. They are helping DAs save their dentist money and get their time back all the time that you spend looking up products, trying to figure out how much stuff you have, how your budget is going to be allocated. Literally, it's all in one place. So if your dentist is getting ready to delegate to you and say, you know what, I want you to take this ball and help us with our ordering so that we can get our costs down, make sure that we have the proper supplies and we're not over ordering or under ordering, but just being held accountable and and giving you this master tool that's truly gonna help get you rockstar status. So go check them out, www.zensupplies.com. Well, hello, Miss Jules, how are you? I'm good, happy hump day. Happy Happy hump day. day. Long hump days. We haven't had a hump day in a while. We haven't had a hump. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Life gets you sidetracked sometimes, I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. Mm. But we're going to do better now that school's in and we can set up schedules again and maybe life will kind of mellow out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how many of the assistants out there listening are having hectic school dilemmas and delays and yeah, all I that stuff. You know, I was listening to NPR today and they were talking about how they figured out, they ironed out all the hiccups from the spring semester with online education, but mm-hmm. like two weeks back into school, they're already having problems again. Either people, yeah. they're not able to connect on the internet or there's some glitches where the teachers can't get to the students. It's like, wow. Well, yeah, and we've had a couple colleges shut back down around here again and go to send everybody home and remote learn. Oh, how uh, we did we talk about that? Like I saw that post, and it's like now you realize how much colleges um, rely on football ticket skits, like sales mm-hmm. games, instead of like the tuition. Like, yep. There's a football team. Oh, and a college. <laughs> hmm. Absolutely. That's you know. So what have you been doing? I saw the boxes sold out. <gasps> oh yes, our our it's a non-subscription box. It's not. We're just gonna put a box out there, and if you want it and we got it in stock, you can have it. Um, yes, it did. So we'll wait till spring, and they're gonna ship on the I think the twenty fifth. Just waiting for the uh, printer to send me more boxes. So. But um, yes, so they are a self-care box, nothing clinical, nothing you have to bring into your work and <laughs> products, nothing, nothing like that. So it's all for you to just enjoy yourself for yourself. 
Um, yeah, so they did. They did well. I was I was pretty surprised, you know. And in, so we'll see what the spring. We'll have to come up with some good goodies for the spring. I've been looking. I've been checking out and checking out some things, and so we'll see. Well, you know, honestly, like I have some friends that are into fashion. I am not. I only do hand-me-down outfits, but. I've always wanted to order a box of something that I would be into. <laughs> and I'm like, this mm -hmm. I finally, you know, cause like I'm super passionate about my job. So like, it's just, I'm just really grateful and thankful and excited. Ugh. Yes. Um, so maybe like, you know, I know a lot of people have to wear scrub hats now. So maybe the spring we'll have a cute scrub hat. I have some friends that make them. So I'm sure, you know, I could get one or two or three or four or 20 I don't know in there so but did they come with filters so filter <laughs> all right so here's the deal right Jules I'm super mm -hmm. passionate literally about everything right well I am very passionate about airway health and almost all of my patients have some degree of an airway disorder that have dental problems period and dot it's just what it is what it is right so mm -hmm. My doctor and I talked about filtering. Like when somebody comes in, I review their health history before I even look in their mouth. I see they have high blood pressure. They have diabetes type two. Like they have all these oral signs and symptoms. And I'm like, I jump right into, you got to read this. You got to listen to this. You got to do this. Like, and she's mm -hmm. like, wait a minute, you got to let them ask first. So I, I guess I need to get better about saying, would you like to know more? about some of the signs and symptoms that were correlating with a possible airway disorder. So it was funny because I was trying last week. So I, I either go too silent or I go too 180. <laughs> like right. To figure this thing out. Like, okay. Because we're so excited. Right. And so I'm, I'm always thinking I'm getting through to everybody. So it was cute because one of my patients, apparently I went overboard and I overwhelmed him. But this other patient, she kept like trying to sick me on her. She's like, make sure you mention airway. Oh, did you see that tongue tied? Did you see the scalloping? Talk about the grinding. Like it was, it was hilarious. Cause like, I don't know what to do. Like, and it's cute <laughs> because today my cousin was in for an appointment and they were in the room next door and I was assisting on another patient. And I'm like, don't go over there, Rhonda. She's a trigger. You're going to talk. You're going to be non-productive. Don't go over there, Rhonda. She's a trigger. <laughs> so I told mm. my doctor, I was like, yep, she was a trigger. I tried to avoid the room because I knew that I would talk and talk and talk. So mm -hmm. I'm telling you what, after 21 years, you'd think you'd get better at knowing when to stop talking and when to talk, but it's hard. Especially right. when you work for somebody like who kind of sends you, not that she sends me big signals, but like you know, one minute I'm saying too much. The next minute she wants me to say so much more. Like, I'm like, I don't know where to go. <laughs> <laughs> but it was cute. Cause she started laughing. I almost like fell on the floor when I told her I couldn't go into op four. Cause it was a trigger. <laughs> uh. <laughs> She's like, why? I was like, cause that's my cousin's kid. Like I can't go in there. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, you're too funny. Kid, can I start yes. with the first post? Sure. Ooh. Okay. So this cam comes out of dental assistance worldwide group and, um, I am finding it currently. Um, oh man, I just had it. Why didn't I screenshot it? It's, it's coming. Hang on. Here it is. Ready? Okay. So a poster Ready. stated. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's coming. Listening. 
I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. My page updated. Okay, so well, I, can't, I, I can't find it exactly, but it says, um, "Do you take your children to the same dentist that you work for if you work for General Dentist?" Okay, and so and she, she was wondering if. Well, I guess it depends on a lot of factors, right? right? Like if they are more of an implant kind of person, or you know, deal more well, yeah. with cross than kids. Yeah, or I mean, if your kids cooperative or not. Yeah. And if you are going to get free dentistry, I mean, if you have insurance and say your boss is out of network and they say, oh, you're, you're responsible for, uh, we'll accept what your insurance pays. Okay. So, I mean, there's a bunch of different scenarios of, I mean, I've always taken my kids to where I've worked because it's free. I've always gotten free and I don't have dental insurance. So guess what? They're going to go where it's free. Right. But if I didn't like my quality of my boss's work, then I would not. Right. Or if you knew they didn't like kids, you know, that stuff is right. palpable. Yes. But like with me, mm-hmm. I don't have dental insurance and our work isn't free. So that wouldn't be one of my barriers to decide. Right. You know? So it would, it would, I would, like you said, is there a financial gain with seeing, you know, your employer as their primary dentist or does your dentist specialize in children or, you know, just knowing everybody's strengths and weaknesses, if money wasn't a factor, like, let's say you, right. you don't have free treatment or your right. immediate family. But I wonder, we should do a poll. I wonder how many dental assistants get offered that by their dentist. Right. Cause some say, well, I'll do it for you for free, but your immediate family is uh, 30% off. Right. So, I mean, you have to look at all the factors and, you know, one thing you want to make sure is that you find that your dentist has good quality of work, you know, and that your hygienist is, you know, who's going to be cleaning their teeth and take care of them is great and awesome too. And that your kids will like them. Yeah. You know, some people just, no matter if your hygienist is awesome or not, some people just don't like other people. So, you know, we have it all the time when our patients walk out. I don't want to see Sarah again, or I only want to see Leah, you know, so it's, it's the preference. It's like going to a hairdresser. You, I might love mine. You might not like her. So, so so I mean, let's, let's flip this around a little bit. If Mm -hmm. I were to take my child to another dentist, like say they're not even pediatric, they're just another general dentist down the road. Mm -hmm. Would my dentist be upset? Like you think about that stuff. Like a lot of people have pride in their work. And if, if I were to walk up to my dentist and say, oh yeah, I'm taking Susie to get her filling mm-hmm. done on day. And she's like, I would imagine to some degree, there would be some kind of awkwardness there, right? Like, why didn't you bring him to me? <laughs> I was thinking right. about that. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And then there'd be that weird tension, like, well. <laughs> yeah, you know, and you could just say, well. Fail. I didn't, you know, maybe I didn't want to bring the, I don't know if you could just say, well, I didn't want to bring them to the same place I would work to, to, I don't know, traumatize them. I I don't even know. To me, like I said, I've never (laughs) not brought my kids where I've worked. So, but I mean, on that post, there's a lot of people that don't take their children to the dentist they work for. You know, some of them, I mean, they were, they had reasonable excuses. Yes. I work for a of course, you know, but for the ones who work for a general dentist, like, 
here's where we've talked about this before, Jules, is like the whole idea of like, how do you work for somebody you, that doesn't have integrity and like going home at night knowing that things were done halfway or, or were done right. But you live in a small town and there's not a very big pond. So there's only a couple of fish and you have to work mm-hmm. for them because they're the only mm-hmm. one who a job. Right. So I, yeah, I could totally, man, there's so many variables to that one. <laughs> well, and, that, and that's, that's what you have to look at. You have to, you know, sit down with a piece of paper, write pros yeah. and cons, and then weigh out your options. And it might be more convenient for you to bring them to work and then bring them to school. Or if the person you want to take is way on the other side of town, is it really going to be worth your time? You know? Yeah. So you, you just have to weigh out all the options and you just want to make sure that they are getting the best dental care and that they like, and it's an enjoyable visit and it doesn't traumatize them. Cause gosh, you know, that's all you want. You know, you hear about it all the time is, you know, being traumatized from a dental visit. Oh yeah. So. Oh, well, do you remember that? I mean, I, so in the 1950s, there were a couple dental schools that were teaching dental students that primary teeth don't feel anything. So there's no need to waste your anesthetic because they're just crying and upset and fidgety because they don't want to be in the chair. It's not because they feel anything because baby teeth don't feel pain. And there was just a select few of people that are still in rotation right now. Like they're in mm-hmm. their 70s and they're still traumatized from that one dentist who said, you know, we weren't going to get the baby teeth numb. No, I can't imagine that. Yikes. I can't imagine wanting not to numb your patients and, oh, yikes. Oh, yikes. I mean, think about it too, the evolution of an anesthetic. I mean, when we only had Novocaine, it was unreliable. It burnt going in. Like, it was just, a lot of times it didn't even work. And so I could see where the dentist wanted to believe that baby teeth couldn't feel pain. You know, like, right. Because it was a pain in the butt because the, the products that we had available, they just weren't reliable. Sometimes it'd kick in right away. So, you know, until they started figuring out, you know, septicane, carbocane, mepivacaine, all the, mm-hmm. once they figured out, okay, oh, this one does this and this one does that. This one's for sure to work for, uh, you know, infiltration. <laughs> right. But yeah, it's, I had this one patient once. I know it's your turn, but I'm going to talk about her. Something okay, happened. So her uncle was a dentist and he was one of those bad guys. Well, apparently something happened abuse wise, physical abuse in his office. And so my patient was probably like in her late thirties and her husband, mm-hmm. her husband brought her in. She was super sedated. They had them, had her own volume. Like she had crazy anxiety just coming in the building. And, um, apparently metal in the operatory triggers her. So I had to cover all the sinks. I had to make sure there was paper over top of anything metal. So, I mean, we never got the full story. Cause I mean, with that kind of trauma, you don't ask something's just probably better, better off not knowing, but it was so sad. I mean, we got through to her, we were able to take care of her teeth, but you know, ah, I can't even imagine like, and there's a lot of traumatized patients that come in. Oh, whether it's situations like that. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Um, what was I going to say? It's, it, I don't know. I don't know how I feel bad for people that get traumatized to go to the dentist because it really isn't that bad, but they just had that bad experience. Mm-hmm. The papoose, you know, like say they were held down. And, oh, you know, I oh. interviewed, 
I interviewed at a, at a position one time for a job and they were like, do you have an issue with putting a child in a papoose? And I was like, yeah, I do. I can't work here because <laughs> I just could not restrain them. I That's felt like, I'm like there's gotta be another way. There's gotta be another way. Right. Yeah. But they really, I guess That's, there isn't. No, those are bottom line clinics. So either a, you spend extra time, money and effort to make these kids comfortable before you even go in their mouth or B you sedate them in a hospital setting. If you mm -hmm. decide that you have to do a papoose because you, maybe you're a, you're a high volume office that, you know, doesn't have time to talk these kids into cooperating. You just lock them down on those boards, Velcro them in and go to town with a bite block and uh, isolate. And I know it happens, but it's still sad. Oh, it is. It is. I mean, it really, ugh, I can't imagine having to papoose a kid. That just really, 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 really makes me sad. Um, oh, one thing I don't have a post, but I do want to talk about that this month is dental infection control awareness month. DICAM with OSAP. So if people don't know what OSAP.org is, it's the organization that promotes the safest dental visit. They teach you all about the safety of infection control and your needs to know. Um, they have a lot of great resources on all their social media and all their pages. And that, you know, during this pandemic time, it's really important that we step up our game on the infection control end to make sure that we know everything and that our office is doing everything that it should be. If it wasn't, then we should be now, you know, yeah. it's still very important. And it's, it's funny because this morning when I got into my office, I pull open our patient communication system and someone had left us a review and it was all about everything that we have put into place. Now, mind you, we were doing these things before COVID because um, I'm a big believer on the infection control end. But some of the things that they said is that we took enough time for their appointment, which we've always given an hour, but they probably had an hour and 20 minutes the other day um, that they noticed that Kim went in and, and the hygienist switched rooms and that the other assistant, or I think she called her a hygienist, went in and cleaned up and, and sanitized the room after her to make sure no two patients, um, that they did a pre-procedural mouth. So she went on and on about, and that, you know, think that we are, um, took the time to follow all the New York State guidelines and the CDC recommendations and stuff. Like so patients people notice. are, yes. And mm -hmm. that is the biggest, biggest thing that people are noticing the amount of um, um, things that are happening and going on in your practice that should be pertaining. I mean, people are, are bringing awareness about the infection control protocols that when you go to the dentist, this is what you should be doing. Yeah. So it's very, very interesting that people are watching your patients, shall I say, are watching your behaviors and your practices behaviors. So I find it's very important that we, whether your doctor believes you should have CE in anything, that for yourself and your own good and your own knowledge that, you know, research the infection control things if you don't know, because it's really important because you don't want to get a, a review like that that says the opposite. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Well, so, you know, it was I think, very interesting. 
I think, it, you know, always feel like somebody's watching you is good for your, your livelihood. You know, you know, I just, mm-hmm. I always, you know, I don't know if that's an integrity thing or what, but I've always been a huge advocate to think that somebody's always watching you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so just do your best, be your best and don't guess. Ooh, that should be on a t-shirt. Do your oh. best, be your best. Oh, just don't guess. No, I lost. <laughs> Don't guess. <laughs> You'll have to listen to the replay. Yeah, you but guys know it, what it I mean, is, right? <laughs> it is true that your patients now are being more of, and it's just that they they have more awareness of what's going on, and it's where anywhere. I mean, whether you're out in public and you're at Hobby Lobby or you're at Wegmans, you know, the grocery store, people are more aware of their actions and their surroundings. Yeah. So when they come into your dental practice. And, you know, your state, whatever state has blown up, you know, all these informational sessions that they like pumped out like New York state did about what to expect. And when, when you can go to the dentist and all these aerosols and what they should be wearing and da, da, da. And people watch the news They're you know, it's still not all social media. There's still, you know, news stories out there and good morning America had a couple segments on and you know, so it, it is, we really just need to make sure we're stepping up our game and that if anybody has any questions, we have a closed group for dental infection um, control for the dental assistant. Um, so you really, 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 you know, want to make sure the public is, and I would love to do a public campaign because I think it would help the practices ah. or the dental assistants that their practice was not doing it to start stepping up their game to do it. Because if oh. you, the more we make the a public aware of what should be done in a dental practice on the infection control standpoints, then they might make that practice aware that's maybe not doing it. Yep. Oh yeah. So. Cause we all know that dentist who, or that hygienist or even that assistant that wants to do the shortcuts. Like, mm-hmm. ah, we're not wiping off that handpiece, Captain Bob. Not today. Yeah. <laughs> no, I and mean, there's a lot of things that, and right now during this time, you don't want to spread anything. Nope. You know, so it's really, really, really time to make sure that we're knowing all that we can know, and that our standards are elevated for you know not only for your practice, but your patients, yourself, for to feel good about yourself. I guess when you leave at the end of the day, knowing that you did the best job, that is what is important. Well, and just preventing that i mean life altering information when you find out mm-hmm. that some type of contagious disease originated in the business that you spend every day in either right. a you were part of it or b you were aware of it but didn't do anything action wise to prevent the cross contamination you know right. like you have to live with that for the rest of your life if somebody god forbid gets sick you know sick and dies you know something mm-hmm. You know, not everybody has the amazing immune system and sometimes it doesn't take much guys. Yep. It it doesn't. And it's, it's really important for, I I really think it's, it's important for us to just step it up and, and know, and like I said, whether you're trained on the job or you've gone to a school for a year, whatever you're just make sure and you're known that infection control part is really important. Yep. And so don't, my... don't ever, Jules, don't ever, ever. I mean, we're both the same. Mm-hmm. Don't you ever told me, don't tell me that so-and-so told you this is how it's done. <laughs> you do, that is not a fail-safe excuse, people. 
Just because Susie said that's the way to do it doesn't mean that you should be a sheep and follow them. You need to go look up the IFU. There's tons of resources like Jules is just talking about. Like, just plug it in in the group, you know, join the group and be like, hey, what? You know, just like super safe environment, but don't go No, the line is hold me. We've always, we've always done it this way. (laughs) Yeah, that one. But we've always done it this way. Mm. And it's not okay. Not okay. Mm-hmm. It's not okay. okay. Homework. Oh, yeah. well, Miss Jules. Well, I hope you have a fabulous hump day. I'm yes, super excited. You too. So I got you to too. catch up. I hope and- the weather weather is good out there. And I hope all the assistants, you know, are back, you know, after headed into fall. I hope everybody had a fabulous summer. Get ready you know? for some uh, what's that drink they have at Starbucks that everybody goes crazy over? I don't know. I pumpkin don't know. spice, everything. <laughs> oh, everything is pumpkin spice the late right now, lady. I'm already painted pumpkins. Oh. I've had my pumpkin coffee, my pumpkin donut. I've had my pumpkin, um, pumpkin. What's those half moon cookies? Have you ever had a pumpkin half moon no. cookie? Oh, I it's pumpkin. <laughs> it's pumpkin with cream cheese frosting. Oh, that does sound good. It's so yummy. So is there like so this unwritten, unwritten law, like after Labor Day, you can't wear white, but you must eat or drink something that is uh, from a pumpkin? Pumpkin. Pumpkin, <laughs> yes. Everything. Pumpkin. Oh. Right up till Thanksgiving. And then it's oh. Christmas everything, right? There you go. So Cinnamon, All pumpkin, right. nutmeg. All right, folks. All have right. a fabulous week. We'll talk to you later. Have a later. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Jules. As always, if you guys need to get to hold of DA Rockstars, we have Facebook and Instagram, Jules Varney at Dental Assistance Rock, Instagram or the website or Facebook. And find your tribe. Dental Assistance Worldwide Group is a safe, vetted place for dental assistants where we're connecting and sharing our stories and learning together as a tribe. At the end of the day, we only hope for you that you were a better version of yourself tomorrow than you are today. And that starts by finding your people who are motivated to do better and be better. But until next week, keep on suctioning.